Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Don't touch that dial. This is The Morning Shift. All of them are really, really hot. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. back here. What you got there, Rob? Do you got a pastry or anything? Oh, no, it's coffee. Okay, I'm sorry. Pastry. So, unfortunately, my <laughs> lack of dating life has come up at dinner with friends. It's now been aired out here on the morning yeah. shift. And because at we're in kind of a friends. slow sports-esque season-ish, right? This, NBA All-Star break and Major League All-Star break you know, are usually the... But there's so much to be excited period. about with the Hawks, though. Well, yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. we do have other sports going on, but sure. at least during this this particular time right now, as we've discussed before, you know, you don't have as many sports going on as we did before. So now I've been the sacrificial lamb, and um, is that, is that what you're gonna call? <laughs> yes, because now my personal life. Well, you you brought up a dilemma to us during the break. And I, I did think bring up a bring dilemma it, during the break. That we I did should not bring it to the air and see what the people think. Yeah. But I don't want to know what the people think anymore. No, now. I I'll, I'll I let you know. I'll filter out the results. So, <laughs> at dinner yesterday with some friends and some now new friends, uh, one in which had tried to, he was the, he initiated his friends trying to set me up with his brother. Does this make sense to you guys? So, you so have a friend that tried to set you now. up with his brother. At the time, we were not friends, but I'm going to consider him a friend now. Okay. All right. I was at an event. He saw me at an event. He turned to my friends and said, we need to set her up with my brother. Okay. All right. Right? Sure. So I was, I was like, at this point, you know, this stage of the game, sure, I'll entertain it. I don't have anything else going on. Right. Got no <laughs> other irons in the fire. <laughs> no irons in the fire. Sure. So this was last year, and a meetup was set up. Okay. And so it was going to be me, one of my girlfriends, one of my guy friends that is a friend of this individual as well. Oh, I hate We're all supposed scenarios. to go. Yeah, I love this dude. Kidding me? To sauce. make it easy. I, I could have just been fine going to get a cup of coffee. Right. Well, I hate the scenarios of being right? absolutely well, set that's up. Well, that's, that's what makes it nice you had a friend there. Yeah, true. It's, sure. it makes but it I could have been fine going to get coffee, but whatever. So this is all set up. We are going to go. And the individual backs out. No. He, well, he flaked. He flaked. He completely flaked. What was the excuse? Like, said he was going, I, this is the, this is, this is this what is you guys are good. going. Okay, I'm here. He flakes, and he does it to my mutual guy friend. Okay. So he doesn't even tell me. Doesn't hit you. Oh, had y'all talked before? Y'all had, we like, had texted? We had texted. Oh. And he confirmed he was going to go. Oh. 
But he never said anything. But he to never you about told it. me he wasn't going to go. Okay. And so I found out through my guy friend. It was a mutual friend. And the now current scenario is. And the now current scenario is, homeboy's brother is going to try to make this happen. He's again. trying to. He's trying to. He's trying to zoom back. Said, in. hey, this guy had some things going on in his yeah. life. But not. We should try to. We should circle back mm. around on this in the uh, mm. office terms. Mm. So uh, maybe he deserves some grace for flaking out because of no, what no. he's going through. No, or not? absolutely not. I don't think so. No, here's here, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. I wouldn't close the door on it, but I slam you doors. should you <laughs> should flake <laughs> on him first. <laughs> you should flake on him first, no. and then <laughs> and then the third attempt, maybe things even back That's up. Not in my nature. No, you should. You should be like, yeah, we'll, first, we'll make it happen. Can't make it. A lot going on Sorry, in my life right done. now. Or show up and uh, try. This going to be impossible for you because you're so lovely. Look as oh, ratchet as possible. Well, my mom did tell me once, I'm good at looking bad when I want to. Yeah. So that's I, I can confirm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you should. Well, that's that's actually a good point. But I would, if it were me, I'd I'd like be flaky, but then I'd make it happen like in two weeks. You know what I mean? Be flaky, but make it happen. Yeah, not seem too Probably eager. Neither you don't want to seem too to eager, show. right? Well, what is he going through to possibly make him flake? He already I don't, agreed I don't to know. it. Does something I, I, suddenly come up? He might. He was trying to get back together with his ex, Rob. Probably. You know no, I, mean? I don't think Wait that. Wait for his I wife think... to go out of town? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so, but that was the discussion yesterday. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I may or I may not keep you posted. It, Pastry Man is... is it's not a thing. He's, no, it's not a thing. I'm okay. you, Pastry Man's not a thing. Pastry Man will know about this. We'll see how Pastry Man pastry reacts. Man, you already discarded Pastry Man, or it's just I, like... um, I haven't discarded Pastry Man, but we're friends. You've got him in the bullpen, is and what so you're saying. You even... have a lot of depth on the bench, do you? He is he's outside of the blue stadium. Blue. <laughs> <laughs> so Billy there. Wagner in the pen. Uh, now, no, are I, you happy now? Are you happy that yeah, I... Yeah, just listen. Maybe maybe we set that up for the wake-up call. Does the flaky guy from a year ago deserve a second opportunity to That's get to know Red you? flag, man. People flake like that as a grown That's what I'm saying. Man. She has See? to repay the favor Day Day before. says it's a... Day Day's not in his head. Give us some of your wisdom, Day Day. Come on, bring it in. Yeah, I, I'm not feeling that this guy's got a lot going on in his life. That right there is like, yeah, then you're not ready to be... It is like, no. Yeah. It was a yeah. year ago. Yeah, I mean... After y'all texted, though. That, that's what hurts me. That's what I know. It didn't really <sighs> hurt me because I expected... Have y'all texted you know. since then? No. Well, so I've, I've, seen, I've seen this individual because we had not, at that point, actually met in person. But since then, there have been multiple run-ins. When I say okay. multiple, we'll say a few. All probably right. three or four. So... Yeah. He's been very nice. Did he send you a shirtless was, selfie with a toilet yeah. seat raised in the background? <laughs> <laughs> no, boxers slightly yellow water down in to, the toilet. To low, low, low waisted boxers on. He That's my not. move. Works for me. Whole... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you the, the lint to trap tell that is my belly button. Stories, Rob, that I cannot share on the, <laughs> the, the air. The, lint, the lint trap belly button. Oh, I, I, I know. I, have, I can what imagine. I, what I can share. With Stop you, photographing those things. Women don't care. Just stop it. Just show it's not sexy. Here. It's just a random. Where are we going this morning? It is, it is 7 a.m. Off it the is rails. 7 a.m. It is 7 a.m. So we're going to bring it back to sports here. And I'm putting, I'm done talking about dating life stuff now. I'm going to go ahead and. updated now. Nope. Oh. It's done after today. So the Atlanta Falcons beat writer for the Athletic, Josh Kendall, he put together a mock draft. This was along with all the other athletic writers for this year's upcoming NFL draft. And so he has the Falcons trading up 
to the number three spot with the Patriots from that number eight spot and selecting Jaden Daniels from LSU. Do we like this move? We're going to go big, go big. Well, and like I said earlier, I think that when it comes to (laughs) trading first round picks, as like, you know how you have your core values the way you think things should be done. Everybody kind of has that. Whether or not you know it, a lot of people have core values of whether they think things should be done. I'm usually not a proponent of trading a first round pick because – and a lot of that comes from the fact that you've seen the Patriots so many times in their dynasty trade back. Hey, we're going to accumulate third-round picks or fourth-round picks, or whatever it may be, and that's the scenario. The third-round pick is the New England Patriots. And I hate to think that they're comfortable enough with Mac Jones, so why are they trading the third, the third pick? You know what I mean? Like, the, Why are they getting rid of that? Um, and so I, I hate to, to see that scenario of the Falcons getting rid of the eighth this year, the 43rd this year, and the first round next year just to move up five spots. Like, that's what – I'm like, ah. Don't you want to win now? It's been, it's. Well, that's the thing is like, that's my, that's my inner value. But at the same time, Josh Kendall makes a good point of saying, he he makes two good points, actually. Number one, we've seen what the experiment can do when you don't have a guy. We we saw that last year. We all were on the the Ritter hype train and and the wheels kind of fell off. And also number two, the way you have to defend Jaden Daniels because of his speed, not saying he's going to be a part of the run game, but the way you have to defend him is you have to add it. You know, you have to leave a defender for him. And it's probably one of your better, speedier defenders that you have to leave in the box just in case he takes off running. So it changes a lot of what you do. I don't know how many other teams will be after him at that third spot or what the Patriots might be able to finagle and get for that third spot because he very clearly is that third-ranked quarterback at this point. Um, but, you know, next week that could change for whatever could, reason. Well, you go through the pro this day. And he, he goes, you know, 40 of 50 at pro day with no. 10 bad throws, and all of a sudden it's like, yeah, he's, he's slipping His hand towards. measurements are right, not. Right. That's right, the hands. Yeah. You know, like, well, you know, he, how's, he, how's he supposed to, to pump fake with squid billy hands? Pastry man you know, have big hands? With squid billy hands. <laughs> how's, how's he supposed <laughs> to pump fake with those things? Uh, no, I mean, it's it's a good point. It's um, I just – as, as an overall value, I'm usually against trading those first-round picks. But in this scenario, the way Josh Kendall puts it, I have to give him credit. I think it kind of works. I think it does. Um, it's just an unfortunate reality where you find yourself. I, I hate the thought that the Falcons will spend, what, what would it be, four straight first-round picks on offensive skill players, quote-unquote. But, man, like you, you have to find that guy this year. Well, you had mentioned Dane Brugler a little while ago, who we have had on this show from The Athletic. And this is all from... Uh, Josh Kendall's article, but he says the dynamic Daniels is worth the price because of what the athletic Zane Brugler wrote in his most recent big board, which is kind of what you were just talking about, Michael. Daniels forces opponents to defend him, but he says defend him like Lamar Jackson. Are you willing to yeah. give him that much? Well, reminiscent of, he's not yes. saying he is, but that that's, but that that's is his it's prototype. The, it's the top end speed. Yeah. yeah. It's the top end speed. Um, Level of competition even, in college, Duke. I would, I would make the argument that he might even be more of a polished passer at this point in his career than, than Lamar was coming out of college. And Lamar was – dude, the, the one thing we were – don't get me started on the EA Sports video game. The thing we were robbed of more than anything is having Lamar Jackson on EA Sports, oh, on NCAA is, football. Yeah. I mean, we were robbed of that. that Maybe guy they do was, another edition. Maybe they do a Legends – Right, right, a Legends, Legends edition. Yeah. Uh, I mean, can you – like, I can't even tell you how many times I would put a corner at quarterback with a 99 overall speed, and you'd go off like that would be Lamar Jackson. Um, no, I, I think he makes a good point. It's like I said, you, you have that top-end speed. When you have a 4-4 quarterback, no matter if he's part of the running game or not. Now, think about it. How many times did we run read option in the red zone inside the 10 with Desmond Ritter? I mean – and it was successful. And it was successful. He, even when he fumbled, even in Antoine Whitfield, you know, hits him and he fumbles the ball across the goal line. That's still what you're doing inside the red zone. And I think 
how, you know, the, the way the NFL defenses are built these days are to allow you to kind of have free roam between the 20s, right? Yeah, I, I'm going to back off and play two high safeties. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to force you to kind of, you know, get underneath. And then when you get to the red zone, I'm going to stop you. That's how a lot of defensive coordinators feel these days in the NFL. Why so is having that? that at, well, because I think it's so hard. Everything's tailored to the offense. Yeah, it is. All and the I, rules, it, everything. All That's the right. rules That's right. between the 20s, yeah. when the field is so long and you can clear out wide receivers running 50 yards down the field and clear out the safeties, everything underneath is wide open. And you know what you can't do? anymore is hit those guys running those crossing routes. You mm-hmm. can't hit them anymore. So it makes sense to back off, not get a penalty, you know, force them to make those completions. Then when you get to the red zone, that's going to lock you defender, down. Yep. And so Jaden Daniels, I think, as a red zone component in that speed and the way you would have to defend him, I think he changes a lot of things. And, and, and uh, I just, man, I hate thinking about trading a first, uh, a first rounder in 25, but I think it would be worth it in this I case. Think, I think in this case it would be worth it. At I least kind of from the – what you would hope would be instant <laughs> kind of instant right. success there with all the young pieces <sighs> that they have. We had, um, or we talked about NFL network, Daniel Jeremiah saying that he had sources saying the Falcons wanted to go young. Yeah. Value that young, the youth at the quarterback position. Yeah. Young I just, uh, you know, above all else, I would want to know from Zach Robinson, what your plan is. If that is your plan, maybe he's like, Hey, I don't like run zone read. Uh, in the red zone. And so I think that's going to be a big component, too. The problem is, if Zach Robinson's good, he might not be here a year from now. Might not be here two years from now. So that's another thing you have to think about as well. When we come back here on the morning shift, a key piece of the Atlanta Hawks is out for the foreseeable future. We'll give you the latest. And we'll also go in the huddle. Could the Rams reconnect with Stetson Bennett? Stay with us here. This hour brought to you by Zero Res Smart Lasting clean. We'll be right back here on the morning shift on Sports Radio, night on the game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Getting your day started. Go ahead. With the morning shift. Time for the show on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. You know, I don't want to speak out of turn as far as you know, a timeline goes, but you know, he's not going to be available for the foreseeable future. You know, so Bruno's someone that's had to step up in Clint's absence, and you know, we'll get Clint back, um, but he'll be in a situation where he hasn't. You know, it's been a few weeks since he's played, and um, I'm sure he'll be on some sort of minutes restriction with respect to that. So that was Atlanta Hawks coach Quinn Snyder and talking about the injuries that this team is going through. So we'll start with the first one. Uh, Anyeko Okongwu is out for the foreseeable future. He injured his toe right before the All-Star break. So that's kind of a uh, 
a big hit there having your center now. What do you do? Kick his couch at yeah. home or something? What? Uh, dude, that's gonna, and it's funny because it's called a big toe, and I'm like, that must be a really big toe. That's a lot of toe. Uh, <laughs> it's a good sized toe. Uh, Does pastry man have big uh, toes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is the second one big? Is the second I, one long? I didn't. I didn't know. What? Yes, yeah. I did not. Um, I'm just, let's, okay. So how about the Braves? Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> so we're talking about the Hawks. Also, another injury that Quinn Snyder was talking about was uh, Clint Capella, and so he has a left adductor strain, but uh, he's missed a few weeks. He'll likely be on uh, some restriction when it comes. You know, to, uh, you know what's so good miss, about so that? You can still be in tenth and eleventh place in the Eastern Conference with or without him. Yeah. So it's okay. Yeah, it's just fine. Clown front be, office. I'm so sick be. of this franchise. I'm so sick of it. You had a Don't great GM and Travis Schlink, and no, let's usher him out. No, it's just it's there's something amiss there. I love Quinn Snyder as a coach. I do, but something's amiss with this franchise, and I. I feel like if they don't care about me, I don't care about them. I, I actually tweeted that out last week uh, a little bit, Rob, as they you know kind of closed out towards the All-Star break. And I was like, man, I'm having a really, really hard time not just completely tuning this out. And the response I got from some people on Twitter was like, I've already done it. Like, yeah. and, and the thing is, you feel trapped. You feel trapped. As a Hawks fan, you feel trapped when you watch it and you go, I don't know what the path forward is. Um, and, and it's listen, they've had injuries. DeAndre Hunter's been injured. You, you've had, you know, obviously Jalen Johnson's been in and out. You've had your your issues with DeJounte. Um, you know, you're gonna probably start Bruno Fernando uh, you know, coming off the all-star break. And so it ju- you just feel stuck when there was no moves made at the deadline, and now you're looking all the way towards the offseason for anything to change. You have 27 games left, and you're just hoping that, you know, Quinn Snyder's system kind of sticks at some point and you have something to look forward to. Well, the bad thing is locally, as someone I was born and raised here, I've been following this team since, you know, the 70s when I was a kid, at least the, the Braves have popped occasionally, at least the Falcons have popped occasionally, the Hawks, not really. Yeah. So you were waiting for a move to be made during this offseason? Uh, I was, to, like, I, I guess, yeah. Okay, but do I trust the front office? No. Well, in the John Collins, it was addition by subtraction yeah. is kind of what we were told. And and it's no secret that they were shopping DeJounte. I, I wasn't necessarily a proponent of getting rid of DeJounte for whatever the you know whatever you might get back. You, we weren't going to get what you gave for no, him. No, no. The problem is, is that you felt like that was the only move to be made. You know what I mean? Like you feel like that's the only move you could have made. Some of these other pieces you're not going to move. Some of them don't have any value. Right. All right. Let's go in the huddle. It's time to huddle up. Bring it in close. Bring it in close. The latest NFL news, rumors, reports, and happenings within the huddle on the morning shift. From a healthier weight to more energy when you switch your dog's food to the farmer's dog, the effects can feel magical. But sorcery is this? None at all. It's just real food made for the health of dogs. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash no magic. We does are. Pastry Man feed his dog for mm, That's great. <laughs> he does have great a dog. Question. Pastry I meant to Man does have a dog. you during the break about who this this brother was, and I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna really really what? get in there about who this might be, but I don't know. I don't know. I I, I gotta figure out Pastry Man first, and then we'll figure I'm out. Not the old revealing flaky anybody's names. I know. I, will, I know. I just they will you know, not be happy with me. I just listen. Sometimes you you gotta throw it on the old rotisserie and see you know see if you can cook a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> what expression? <laughs> you got to spin it. You know what I mean? You got to get that, that spin, spin it slowly. I, I, I might borrow that. Yeah, you got to grill her a little bit. Next time yeah. I'm in a, a meeting I don't want to be in, I'm going to throw that line out. Sometimes you just got to put it on the rotisserie. <laughs> just and, let it cook. And let it cook. Let it cook. Let it cook. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. 
All right, the Atlanta Falcons announced that they are keeping Sean Flaherty and Patrick Kramer on the coaching staff. Flaherty returns as an assistant offensive line coach, and Kramer is back as an offensive assistant. In addition, the Falcons have hired John Griffin as director of player performance, Josh Nelson as director of performance science, Paul Constantine as associate director of strength and conditioning, and a number of other uh, assistants that they have added to this staff, which also includes Jaquise uh, Smith as the outside linebackers coach. Were well, they doing major renovations up there too? Because remember when I, who was it that came out with that big player survey about you know what what yeah. the environment is that they, yeah. and the Falcons yeah. strengthening the a joke cafeteria is a, a joke all the things. Well, it was, no, no. The, it, I, I think that the the weight room was what was the big issue. Yeah. Uh, up in Flowerbridge, they've added. By, by the way, that thing is a compound compared to when I played over there. I mean, were they using those old Sears man, weights with the plastic and uh, covering the concrete? It was funny because <laughs> we were just talking about Anyeka, and you know it, it was the hey you know he stopped by the the Emory Sports Medicine Complex, and I thought okay I remember making the trip down. It's it's off Druid Hills. Road. Yeah, right there. I used off to North drive Hills, down yeah. from Flower Branch to go right off Georgia. Now they have that thing in the parking lot up there. Like if you play with the Falcons, they literally just walk across the parking lot and you get your MRI and whatever else you need. It's there. Um, but to, to your point, I, there was some concerns about the the weight room. And listen, I've said this before on here. This is one of the most underrated parts of an NFL team. Is actual physical development for the young players. Like we, you get in all this time where you think about NFL players as. Tony Gonzalez needs this upkeep, or Matt Ryan's doing kettlebell swings to get his hips and this, that, and the other. Some of these guys still need strength training. Some of these guys still need to do power cleans and snatches and, you know, heavy back squats. And, uh, you know, so a a little bit of a change at the top. When you talk about all these made-up names, these three guys are strength coaches. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to hear the, you know, director of performance science today. That's, uh, you know, that that guy's a strength coach, right? They're going to run. They're going to do conditioning, and they're going to lift weights. Let's not reinvent the wheel here. And there so, is science to it. Though. I think the science well, there's element definitely science would be. There's yes. always been science, though. It's just now we're going to add that name and make it sound cool. Uh, it's, uh, that's what, okay, that's what's old happened. school. Okay, yeah. get off my lawn. No, I mean, that's exactly what it is. It's I, like sanitation engineer, you mean janitor. director <laughs> of strength and conditioning, associate director of strength and conditioning, director of player performance, and director of performance. Come on. They're all strength coaches. They're all strength coaches. Uh, you know, probably one of them studied kinesiology in college, and the other one has a CSCS, you know, uh, right. certification. Right, so, right. I don't know, man. It just I'm excited about it because I know what this means to the players. And if you get the right guy with the right energy who is willing to 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 grind these players, then you can have a lot of success on the other end. We didn't always have that when I was there. And I think that's one of the things, one of the bigger regrets of my career looking back on it is you know, I wish I would have taken more of the bull by the horns and, and, and really gotten that 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 personal trainer at all hours of the day. You but know we what also mean? talked about how your strength and conditioning coach for any team is kind of the heart and soul. He really is. Of, of well, the, the guy team. they had at Alabama that what came Scott to Georgia. Scott Cochran, yeah. 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 Uh, he's he, not, where he, is he now? He left Georgia? He, he left Georgia, yeah. He had some issues. Uh, he did at one point, yep. Uh, but but to Tiffany's point, I, I just think this is a huge, uh, huge move to, to shake things up in that weight room and, and hopefully get some facilities going and, and get those guys lifting. Well, just over a month ago, Rams head coach Sean McVay said he was unsure if 2023 fourth-round pick Stetson Bennett would return to the team in 2024. Speaking to reporters yesterday on a video conference, McVay didn't seem to have much more clarity on Bennett's status. This is via Gary Klein of the Los Angeles Times. McVay said the Rams will connect with Bennett at the appropriate time. Now, McVay, uh, it seems, went on to say, and figure it out. All right, where you're at. 
And it's something we feel like is best for him and our football team to bring him back into this ecosystem. He's kind of asking questions within this. So uh, while he was making this statement. So we'll see what happens. But it sounds like they're hopeful to be able to connect with him. I wonder what what the issue is. A lot of I don't. Well, I guess I am going to speculate. I need to guess. Yeah, I I hope he's okay. Was it was it was it an alcohol problem? He's also right there in the wheelhouse. Like between the ages of 18 and 25, you can have the onset of bipolar disorder, which can be horribly devastating. I mean, yeah. that, can, that can lead to so suicide. You're you're you take your meds. There's uh, a lot of things in play. Or What if he's just done with football? He's done all he wanted to accomplish. Now he's just finished. I, I did that. It's a, honestly, I don't know. Man, having been in those shoots, it's a hard transition. Uh, yeah. When you go from your senior year of college, especially for him having played in as many games as he did his last two years, right? He's been in college for a while. He was you know, 25 years old. Uh, when he's leaving, and then you go through that, and you don't, you don't have any. You know, there's no off season, right? Yeah. You go straight into training, and you go all the way into training camp, and all those things start to happen. It's a whirlwind, and so I think that there is concerns, obviously, about where you know his status lies in terms of what's wrong with him. And I hate, just, I'm like you, I hate to no, speculate. No, you don't want to speculate, and you just wish for anybody that right. is in the position that he's in that he is healthy. That if he is going through something, that he will be. Um, okay. It's, but it's, it's isn't our impulse as human beings, though, to speculate? I mean, that's what we do. We're not trying to well, hurt anybody's yeah, feelings or being mean. Yeah, I think it's one thing to speculate about um, But, you know, the human condition, something. life's absurd. We all have our No, we all do. You know? I just think we'll look at it as one way to speculate about a game or about, you know, he, he likes her, pastry man, yeah, right. you know, <laughs> mystery date guy. But when it comes to health or mental health or whatever it is that someone might be going through, that seems more personal. Um, like to just leave it. I just, know. I think McVeigh's words were right because he kind of, he, he kind of beat around the bush. He was like, "We'll we'll reach out when the time's right, and we'll say, all right, where are you at?" And that was, that's that's perfectly put for him. This hour brought to you by Zero Res Smart Lasting Clean. What you got for Mike Up? Oh man, we got a good uh, fair foul Friday for you guys today. A little bit of Rick Pitino, a little bit of Johnny Manziel, maybe some Kevin Durant thrown in there. And uh, listen, I got to let you guys hear this NHL referee uh, sound that came out over the last couple of days. You guys are going to love it. I promise. Really, really fun version of Fair Foul Friday. On the other side of the break, it's the morning shift. Sports Radio 92 down the game. It's more than just sports talk. This is the morning shift. I'm in. Me too. On Sports Radio 92.9 the game. It's time to rant. Excuse me. It's time to rage. It's time for Fair or Foul Friday on Mike Up. On the morning shift. Sports Radio 92 of the game, Fair or Foul Friday. Yes, it says it in the imaging tip. I have no idea. I was like, when did it say that? I was like, it's literally, it's literally since new? the middle of football season. Oh, sure. uh, there's also one for... Oh, I've never uh, been here on Fridays, usually. There's, so. there's one for uh, Top 5 Tuesday, I think, too. I can't remember which other one. There's either that or the Wednesday wrap uh, I can't remember. But, yeah, we got that hooked up. It's Fair Foul Friday, man. I got some good stuff to throw out at you guys. Uh, Rob, you know how to play the game. Actually, you probably played it more than Tiffany at this point, actually. Uh, think about it. <laughs> probably. Uh, you know, we, we've been I'm doing the show Friday almost, man. almost a year now. And, and Rob always loves Fair Foul Friday. Going so, on Fridays. All right, let me start with this off the top. Fair or Foul. Squid Billy has a social media addiction. Last night, he's literally sending me tweets as he's at this concert. Squid Billy has a social media addiction. Go ahead. Fair. Fair. Most it's busy fair fingers. To busy the fingers. Fairest extent you could go. Like, it was so funny when we were in Daytona. I, I feel like I barely picked my phone up and I'd look over at him and he'd be on that X, boy. I just yeah, scrolling Yeah, you never thing. text me back. All caps, fair. All caps, fair. All caps, emphatic All caps. fair. You yeah. called me. I didn't call you back. I called both of you. Yeah. We'll talk about that Saturday later. Saturday night, we're in Daytona. Uh, all right, here we go. 
Number two. All right, there's 27 games left on the Hawks' schedule. The Hawks will win 14. They will finish for the final 27 games. They will be over 500. They will win 14 of their final 27 and be over 500 during this final stretch. Hawks win 14 of 27. I defer to Rob. I defer to Rob. Uh, foul. They go 10 and 17. Yeah, 10 and 17. You could just say fair, Tiff. <laughs> defer to Rob. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, she doesn't want the smoke, I, I guess, from the, the Hawks. I don't want the smoke. Um, all right, how about this one? I don't know if you guys saw this video from yesterday. All right, so Kevin Durant uh, is coming out. Uh, you know, he's, he's with fans. They're, they're coming out for pregame warm-ups. There is a couple. I think they were playing the Mavericks. There's a couple fans yeah, sitting right there. All right, and Kevin Durant runs out, and the first thing he hears is some fan call him a B-word. They're like, hey, Kevin Durant. Itch. What do you think he <laughs> did? Does a U-turn, goes right back to the fan. Actually tweeted about this last night. Fair foul, Kevin Durant was right to go confront this fan in the third row that just called him the B-word. Absolutely fair. Yeah. And did you see how a lot of people apologetic but, and kind of scared they looked the scared. Oh she looked terrified. She did. She's like, oh, dap me up. Like, I nah, was just, man. No, nah, it's not cool. I was curious what you think. Because Kevin, you know, Kevin Durant does have this, he listens to too many people. He's got the burner accounts. Oh, he's Twitter. got rabbit ears, man. Yeah, he's got rabbit ears. So I'm curious from from your perspective, Rob. Is this fair or uh, she just gone about his business? That's fair. It, you, you have to confront with a deaf touch, though. Don't 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 do anything to I, I think that create a you're, scandal. You're walking through the grocery store and someone yells, right? Or you're at the right. mall, or you're at your favorite right. bar and someone yells that, and you're not going to turn. Of course, around. there's not twenty thousand people at the grocery no, store. No, it's a natural but, uh, reaction. I just think if this had been anybody else other than turn KD, around. the the universal would have been like, oh, good for him. But it's KD, and they're like, oh, this guy, man, this guy needs to quit listening to people like that. Um, speaking of listening to people, I want to play this sound for you guys. Johnny Manziel was on the Club Shay Shay podcast. All right, and one of the more interesting components of this was him talking about his former teammate, Brian Hoyer. Uh-huh. Brian Hoyer had been waiting on opportunity to be able to go really provide for his family, get an opportunity, and he saw how much of an upper hand he had on me, mm-hmm. and he didn't hold back when it came to that. So there was instances in the quarterback room early on where I would ask the same question a couple times, and he'd be at the head of the table and go, again? We're doing this again. <laughs> I'm not going to comment before I ask you guys this, but here's what I, here's what here's how I want to phrase the question. Fair foul, the way Brian Hoyer treated Johnny Manziel. Fair foul, the way Brian Hoyer treated Johnny Manziel. Tiff, we'll start with you. I need more context because we're just going off a one-sided story, correct? Sure. sure. So if I'm just responding to this one-sided story, I would say that is a rude encounter, yeah. and that is not a good teammate. Yeah. But that is just based on hearing. The one side of this tale. Whereas yeah. if I wanted to make up another side of this tale, maybe Hoyer felt some type of way about the way Johnny came in. Maybe he felt some type of way about the way Johnny conducted himself. And maybe that's a natural response to someone who maybe he felt like wasn't doing enough or something. But yeah. again, I don't know. I don't know that side. Yeah. Well, of course, Manziel did nothing right. to prepare. Sure. So I, I think Hoyer saw that. Yeah. And of course, that's going to induce an eye roll and... Right. Uh, Mocking and all the others. Not necessarily like an advantage. It's fair. Yeah, not necessarily like. I I, I think it's completely fair. And and I was actually irritated the way Johnny Manziel told the story. He he does a lot of like apologizing on this entire podcast. And I'm sitting there going, Brian Hoyer's a guy who scratched and clawed for his career. He did everything possible, studied, and even mentions it. He's like, look, man, this guy was waiting for his opportunity. Johnny Manziel was handed everything on a silver platter. Yep. 
and just flushed it all down and the table. And actually, Brian Hoyer with Jared Stidham when he was put as a starter of the Broncos when they pulled Russell Wilson, that whole craziness, and I had that game, yep. actually talked about what a great teammate uh, Brian Hoyer was, how he still FaceTimes him, how he's one of kind of the person that he leans on. And Stidham, and by all, you know, you weigh him against the Russell Wilsons or the superstars of the world. Yeah, you still have Brian Hoyer helping him out. Yeah, no, I I thought it was completely. Well, Hoyer had a nice run. Completely end so. up. He had a good career, and it was because he studied and scratched and clawed and didn't do all the made things a lot of money and did. didn't take all the hits out in Las Vegas. Uh, and listen, it's just uh, it's unfortunate, man, because I I really liked the Johnny Manziel interview, but at the same time, that part I was like, come on, dude, like Brian Hoyer, like you should be apologizing to Brian Hoyer the same way you did Skip Bayless. You know, he's like, oh, sorry, mm-hmm. I let you down, Skip Bayless. Sorry I let you down, Brian Hoyer. How about that? Sorry I let you down, uh, Cleveland Browns. Apparently, uh, uh, Johnny Manziel's dad went to Kevin Sumlin while at Texas A&M. I'll come back if you uh, give us $2, two million. Yeah. Three million dollars. Yep. Unbelievable. Million, yep. Unbelievable, which it's kind of, you know, it was a sign of the times down there. He, you know, he was suspended, too. Um, all right, NASCAR is at Atlanta Motor Speedway this weekend. I thought about maybe next year or at least the second because they'll come back, I think, in August. Getting an RV and spending the weekend down there at AMS, down in Hampton, Georgia. So, fair or foul, Tiffany would never spend a weekend in an RV. <laughs> In an RV or in an RV where? RV where? Anywhere. So just three, oh, no. three we're days in an RV. We're talking about coast of California. Friday, Saturday, we're Sunday. talking about, yeah. Oh, you're I'm, talking about Big Sur. You'd be I, in an yeah, RV. I'm, I'm there in a I just heartbeat. don't, you don't strike me as a van life type. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you don't strike me as a. You don't, he doesn't think I have these I, layers and I don't understand. I think where you have layers. I think, oh, I think I've got many you're layers also a, a natural girl, too. Get Thank out there you. in the elements. I could see they got Thank some toughness to you, too. A little curtain around you out there with yeah. the van, the shower thing coming Thank off. You. You're not some dainty, uh, soft gonna, thing. Exactly. Am I going to go to a motor speed race in an RV? No, no. I didn't, I didn't put that down on purpose. Probably not. I didn't put that down. I don't expect you to go to the Dega Infield and spend three days there. So, no, that's. That's not one of the ones. All right, how about this one? Um, there is a Atlanta United uh, party going on at Sweetwater Brewery uh, tomorrow. Uh, I think it's from noon to 6 o'clock for the Atlanta United game. Uh, and, you know, you'll be able to go over there and drink. Saturday afternoon, all day Saturday afternoon at a brewery. All day Saturday. Pounding IPAs. Just Fair. hanging out the entire day <laughs> at a brewery. I was like, I'm there. Fair or foul. That's it? Like, yeah, you're just not gonna... spending all day Saturday afternoon at a brewery, going from if noon to your, six. That's what you well, want to do? Well, I'm asking you. That's fair, why I need to fair. know if it's if fair. That's what fair. you want to do, fair. If I'm with my people, hell yeah. If I'm by myself, no, not so much. <laughs> all, right. Um, all right, I want to play this sound for you guys from the NHL. Uh, I think this was yesterday. Um, and it's a referee, and he's making a call, and he's like, you know what, man? This is just how it is. If he hits it with his stick above his head. You're not going to like it, but the call on the ice was correct. No goal. Uh, some good uh, description there from Kevin oh, Rake. It's all of the it. delivery of it. Too. I love it. It's the uh, delivery. So here's how we're going to do it. Fair or foul, referees sounding like normal dudes. Referees sounding less robotic and a lot like more normal dudes. Fair or foul? Yeah, absolutely fair. Don't do it too much. Well, it's like the old famous call in the NFL. Personal foul. He's giving him the business. Yeah, giving him the business. I love that stuff. I love the one that's everybody but the center. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going fair, too. Refs uh, are people, too. They're just like us. Uh, I just Some people, uh, you know, some of the reaction on the socials was, I don't, I don't need this guy's opinion, man. Just get on the freaking camera and oh, say what the call oh, is. Oh, come on. It took five some seconds Scrooges, to say that. That's, that's people's egos getting the best on yeah, well, it. They, the, they were the people that he was talking about. You're not going to like it. Yeah. <laughs> that yes. was the right call. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> it is funny, man. All right, how about this one? Fair foul. Pastries are not a good breakfast food. <laughs> I'm leaving. I did not sign up for this abuse this week. 
They're foul. Pastries are not a good breakfast food. Don't bring that smoke at me. Pastries are not a good breakfast food. <laughs> Go ahead, Rob. Well, give it context. She, she, Tiffany had a had a, yeah, a date with someone. Date. They it call him pastry guy. I had a croissant. Yeah. Uh, egg, a croissant. Yeah. With a, egg tur- and an eclair, a turnover. Not if know. it's stale and flaky. Yeah. I don't. I don't <laughs> yes, like the, pastries for breakfast. Not pastries either. can be eaten anytime. Okay. All right, so you're shut, gonna say, shut it, Rob. So you think it's fair. All right, uh, all right I want to play this Rick Patino sound, uh, you know, his apology. We talked about this a little bit yesterday, but I want to play this sound. I'm apologizing to his players. So I immediately went in the team and told them, I absolutely love you guys. I would never, ever want to embarrass you, but it's my bad. I'm at fault. I should have never mentioned anybody by name. I didn't mean it. I was trying to talk typical clinic talk like I do. The slowest player in the league at the NBA is Jokic. He can't move laterally. Some of the greatest players I've coached can't move laterally. So I didn't think that's a big deal, but I should never, ever mention a name. I'm a veteran coach. I tell every young coach in the business, show class when you win, show class when you lose, give the other team credit. But I totally apologize to them for doing that. My family and my players, outside of breathing air, they're the most important thing in my life. They are the air that I breathe. Fair foul. There was no need for Rick Pitino to apologize to his players. Fair foul. There was no need. There was no need for Rick Pitino. He just called it like he saw it. No need for him to apologize. I'm saying fair because I think what he said going into this press conference was that he had a conversation with his wife. And based on that alone, it is fair because she probably said, you take your butt back up there. <laughs> and you're going to apologize. That's what she said. I agree. You're you know, apologize. Magic Johnson couldn't move laterally either. Yeah, well, there's happen. a number of guys like that. Yeah. A number of guys like that, man. Uh, um, fair I, I just I don't think there was a need to apologize, but I'm, I know they a lot won. of people, they a won lot won people loved it. <laughs> But I was never afraid to be yelled at by a coach, so it didn't bother me too much. It yeah. bothered me, but I didn't, you know. It definitely didn't bother me. It was yeah. just, that was the way I learned. Yeah. You know, feet to the fire. Um, all right, how about this one? Uh, and in watching an entire spring training game, all nine innings, watching an entire spring training game start to finish, fair or foul? Watching an entire – Go ahead, T. Foul. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Tiff couldn't wait. Tiff was a, a sprinter coming just, out the blocks on that. Get I got me this. to October. Yeah, that's where I want to be <laughs> with baseball. Mostly it's a fun time of year. Mostly, I, I wouldn't do it. But if it's like a rainy Sunday and miserable, and it's on, okay. Yeah. But for the most part, no. Yeah, you're not gonna watch. Oh, it on TV. Days. I was. I was. Are on TV? Or are you there? Either one. Either one. Okay. I, I'll be honest. If I'm at a spring training game, I'm leaving when they cut off alcohol sales. That's like if I'm actually there, I'm like that thing stretch, I'm gone. No, I'm good on that. All right, how about this one? Last one, finishing up. Sean McVay hired a game management coordinator. This is a guy who, I can't remember his name. He's been with Mike Vrabel for six years. He's, he's well, you know, renowned around the league. He hired a game management coordinator. Fair foul. I would never want the job of being a game management coordinator. You have one job. It's basically to tell him when to take timeouts, yeah. maybe when to go for it on fourth down. When to go for two. Fair foul. I would never want the job of being a game management coordinator. Fair foul. Go ahead. That's a lot of pressure. I'm going to say uh, fair. Yeah. That's a lot of that's pressure. A, that's a, it's like being a kicker almost. It's, yeah. like, it's, like, it's, like a, it's a fun ride until you, it's so you really, mess up. You know, say <laughs> foul. Take the damn gig. There's precedent and algorithms and rubrics involved in <laughs> when you should do it. You think he's in the booth it. with his laptop crunching numbers going, yeah. oh, Well, you already had the thing. There's precedent seconds. set. I got the, the two-minute warning coming up. I'd take the gig. Yeah. I don't know. Ooh. depends on what you're getting paid, but I'm just telling you right now, I wouldn't want that gig. I wouldn't want it. You're gonna, like, you might mess up one time a year, and you will probably be fired. 
Like, yeah. yeah, I'll get another chance, nah, though. Man, you know what? I, I didn't want to take the time out, but the guy upstairs told me to. My games management coordinator. Got retread co- get... coaches, retread game management coordinators. There yeah. you go. All right. That's fair foul. All right. You can weigh in on Mike's fair foul Friday list. By doing so, you can call us at 404-726-0929. One night of bad sleep. And You're it, doing it great, sweetie. Wreck, it wrecks You're my life. Uh, the wake-up call is next here on the morning shift. Don't ask about pastry, man. We'll be right back here on Sports Radio 92 The Game. Just say, I love crips. No. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.